0: Hello, and welcome to episode two of the shake that was too loud. I'm too loud. Relax. Hello and welcome to episode two of The Shakedown, the second episode ever, which I'm actually recording only a few hours after I recorded the first episode. So I don't know if the first episode was successful or if it ever even went up and if this will ever go up, but hopefully so. As you know by now, z, probably just one, maybe my mother, I don't know. Um, this is the podcast where... Hi, Tyler Mertens, forgot to say that, forgot to say that in the first episode too for a while. I'm your host, Tyler Mertens, by the way. I sit down with close personal friends and we have milkshakes and talk about interesting stories. They tell me their perhaps most interesting story, unless they're holding back, and this is like their second or third most interesting. So today, as my guest Shouldn't have said today because it's the same day as the other episode. But right now, in episode two, as my guest, I have Miss Nancy Stamen. Hi, Nancy.
1: Hi, Tyler. Thanks Th- for having me.
0: Oh, thanks for doing this. <laughs> Nancy is, it's the summer, so she's about to be in the fall a senior double major in middle grades education. She's my major, too, so. It's That's how we know each other. So nice. And the other major is special ed. It's a lot to have on your plate, both of those majors. Mm-hmm. They're both hard to finish with on time, but here she is.
1: I'm doing it.
0: Cool One kid. day at a time. She is from, oh, and she's at Westchester, University of Pennsylvania. Almost forgot to say that. <laughs> you may hear some crunching. That is our french fries, but we'll get to that when we discuss our milkshakes in a short moment. She's from Millersville, Pennsylvania, and goes to Westchester. That's probably smart to get away from home mm. for at least a couple of years. And uh, perhaps most interesting, well, that's not the most interesting about her, but one interesting thing about her is that she is currently the co-captain of the Westchester Ladies Field Hockey Team. There's no men's, so <laughs> she's just the field hockey team. Mm-hmm. And we just found out today that she was awarded the Scholar-Athlete of the Year Award for the second year in a row. Congratulations.
1: Why, thank you. You big
0: nerd jock.
1: <laughs> I may not be the best at sports, but sometimes I'm the smartest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and today, our milkshakes are, well, I have chocolate. And Nancy, what do you have?
1: I also have chocolate. Mm,
0: from McDonald's. Mm-hmm. But not just that, we are also eating french fries with our milkshake, which is lovely. And that is the mysterious crunching noise you hear.
1: Getting a little dipping action in oh, our milkshake.
0: So good. And the big fiasco with these was we ordered them because McDonald's Monopoly is going on right now. <laughs> and we wanted to get some pieces, but we ordered medium, like Fools. And it says right on the front here, want game pieces, get large fries. Oh
1: man. They should really tell you that when you order. They do.
0: It's on the drive thru board, but oh. I just didn't I wasn't reading it. I missed it. It was a mistake. Anyway, we're having chocolate. We're eating fries. They'll be gone soon, so you'll stop hearing crunching, and you'll only hear slurping. And uh, last thing about Nancy before we get started hearing her story, she is currently letting me crash on her couch, and that's where we're (laughs) recording, on the couch that I will be sleeping on tonight, because she's a really cool kid, and my lease is up, and I need to crash somewhere for the next two days. But enough about me. Nancy, why don't you tell us what your story is. Allow me to shake you down, if you will.
1: Alright, well, my story begins when I was an eighth grade student at Manor Middle School in the Penn Manor School District. It was January, I think, and my family almost always took vacations in the winter because we go skiing sometimes and then it was usually cheaper to go nice places like tropical-ish places in the winter. So we had big plans to go to Cancun. And I was super excited because I had never been out of the country, and we were going somewhere tropical. It was cold in Pennsylvania in the winter, so we, were, we had all these big plans to go to Mexico. So our trip approaches. It's about, I think it was two days before, and I was sitting in homeroom in 8th grade, and they always show the weather in homeroom in 8th grade. On the... Well, on our announcements. They would, oh, like, say... Oh, they okay. have, like, a weather person. You. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got you. And they talked about a hurricane that was coming. Right to where my vacation was supposed to be. We were <laughs> supposed to head to Cancun, Mexico in two days. And Hurricane Wilma was on its way. Wilm. Yeah. It doesn't sound scary at all, does it? No. Wilma, not a hey, scary it name. It's the name of a Flintstone. <laughs> so, um... So we were, like... I mean, I was kind of scared. I, like, called my mom in the bathroom snuck out, called my mom. (laughs) And I was like, Mom, there's a hurricane coming to Cancun. Are we still going to go? And she's like, well, I'll talk to the travel agent today and see what they say. So travel agent says that he talked to the hotel in Mexico, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're expecting a couple days of rain. You should come down. Everything will be fine. Mm -hmm. So we're like, all right, sounds great. Don't even think about it. So we leave. I think it was like a Thursday. We leave... From Philadelphia Airport, and we were supposed to take our flight to Texas, and then get a connecting flight to Cancun. And we're on our, we're about to get on the plane to Texas, and it got delayed, and it got delayed again, and it got delayed by about an hour. And then we finally get to Texas, and we realize that we're really late for our next flight. And my mom's like, "Well, we gotta, we're gonna have to run to our." plane and she's like if we make our plane it was meant to be we were meant to be on that plane we were meant to go on that vacation we're going to be safe the whole time if we don't make the plane it wasn't meant to be <laughs> so we're like oh okay makes sense we'll go with fate so um so we get all of our luggage my brother who is like three years younger than me he's fifth grade he's pretty young pretty annoying at that time so he was annoying to like drag through the airport so we're all running we had to go, like, on a shuttle to a different terminal, and we get to the gate, and they're just about to close the door, and we're like,
2: wait, <laughs>
1: and so we make it, we get all our luggage onto the plane, we sit down, and we're like, whew, made it, get in our seats, get all comfortable, and we look around, and we, we are, hmm, there's four of us, and we're probably four of about ten people on the flight. And we're like, well, <laughs> this doesn't look good. So, I mean, we are already on the plane. The doors were shut. We weren't getting off. So, we decided to go, obviously. So, we get to Cancun. And it is sunny. The water is blue. It oh, looks beautiful. Your mom was right. We're so excited. <laughs> yeah, it was just Nothing lovely. Nothing bad could happen. And we get off the plane. And right away, there's a guy at the door. A Mexican man. And he starts, like, yelling at us in Spanish. <laughs> We have no idea what he's saying. I don't speak Spanish. No, I'm Spanish really or,
0: that. No, it's not. Well, inevitable. we
1: had it, but I don't think I had really...
0: They didn't teach you, go back to America, no, there's a hurricane. That.
1: I could count to ten, but <laughs> they didn't try to count with me. <laughs> so, so, I mean, that was kind of odd. So we kind of go through the airport, and we find... Someone to talk to who's going to help us get our shuttle to our hotel, which was all set up already. So we talked to this guy for a while, and he ends up telling us that our hotel had already been evacuated and um, for the, the, hur- the oncoming hurricane. I'm like, okay, great. And because we were right, we were ocean side. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, you've been evacuated to another hotel farther inland. Don't worry. He's like, not as nice, but you should only be there for two days. And so we're like, enough. all right, that's fine. So we get in a shuttle, and it's us and another family, and we ask the other family where they're going, and they're like, oh, we're getting taken to a shelter, and we're like, oh, wow. Like, they're like, yeah, our hotel got evacuated too, and they are taking us to a, shed- a shelter for, our- for us, and we're like, oh, wow, like, that's hard, because <laughs> we think we're going to a hotel. So we get to the shelter, <laughs> and the one family gets off, and we're like, good luck, guys. <laughs> See ya. And we wait on the shuttle. And then our driver goes, this is your stop, too. And we're like, no. <laughs> we're supposed to be at a hotel. He's like, mm-mm, this is your hotel. It's like, okay, great. So we get off the bus. And we look at where our new home is apparently going to be for the next couple days. And it's just this huge gymnasium with just thousands of people. Hanging around, like, a really big gymnasium. I don't exactly know what the building had been originally used for, but when we went in, there were trampolines and things. Maybe, like, a gymnastics <laughs> gym okay. or something? Yeah. It was really large.
2: Maybe circus training. I don't, yeah. What trampolines Who knows?
1: used for? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. So, we, we get ourselves situated. We're kind of looking around. There's people sitting around eating and just, I mean, no one looked scared, upset or anything. It was pretty relaxed. I mean, the sun is still out. It's still, the skies are blue. It's a beautiful day. So we go inside and there are just thousands of mats laying on the floor, like chair cushions, mats, (laughs) just laying on the floor. People just squished side by side. And I mean, at this point the building looks full. So we go and we find where we're supposed to get our sleeping mats, get four of them. And I mean, there was no way we were all going to be able to find a space for all four of us yeah. to lay down together. Yeah. Is
2: this mostly tourists like you or are they like citizens? It was mostly, mostly tourists. Okay. Wow.
1: And then I think it was, I don't know if it was just our hotel or multiple to, hotels that they evacuated to this site, mm-hmm. but they brought like the staff from the hotels to come and like cook and like yeah, make us really? food and stuff like that. Yeah. And I like clean just, the like,
2: bathrooms. Does it still
1: work. Yeah. I don't, I don't know evacuated. about that. Okay, so you couldn't find anywhere to <laughs> yeah get together. So we ended up having to split up. Wow. The two we went to like I went with my dad and my brother I went with my mom, which was actually a scary situation. Yeah. I don't know. You hear like scary things about people in shelters and stuff or mm-hmm. hurricanes, and we were in Mexico, and it was just we were not in a nice part of Mexico anymore either. We were pretty far inland. I don't even know if it was considered Cancun anymore. Okay. So we made camp and. At first, the food there was pretty good. They had a lot of fresh fruit, and they gave us, like, sandwiches and stuff like that. It wasn't too bad. And we, the first day, we kind of explored where we were and just got really confused about why we were there. We didn't have any access to phones besides pay phones, which were not anywhere close. Our cell phones didn't work there. So we spent our first night there. Not much happened. It didn't rain. Nothing happened. We slept side-by-side by by strangers (laughs) and met a couple people. So then about midday the next day, it started to rain. And not anything too exciting, just rain. And they told us we couldn't go outside anymore. So here we are in this big building with no windows. The only window is the door to the building. Mm -hmm. And we have to stay inside. And it's getting hot, and it's getting sweaty, and there's lots of people in there. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, it was not that fun. So but then the storm really did start to pick up. That night it was wind and rain and you could hear it outside. Okay, I, I was gonna
2: ask the you're in like an auditorium, is so that's the only room like there's the ceiling is just right outside. There's mm-hmm. not a room above you, you're not insulated really. So you can hear
1: tin ceiling, yeah. Oh so,
0: wow.
1: Yeah, it was, it was scary. So yeah, we could hear it. We were up all night that first night just listening. So uh we're there for another day. It's about this 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 is then. We spent one whole day, and then we spent two nights, and so now we're on to the next day. And it was about the same that day, same rain, wind, nothing too exciting. But the roof had started leaking in some places. So people had, like, plastic containers and plastic bags covering their things, covering themselves. But, I mean, it was, it was small leaks, so we weren't too worked up about it. Um, so third night there, it really started coming down, it was, win- it was windy, we could feel the building, like, we could hear the building moving, hear things hitting the building, <laughs> so, we wake up the fourth day, and at this point, they're starting, like, at first, they're like, we have plenty of food, plenty of water, don't worry about rationing things, and then the fourth day, they're like, well, the storm is lasting a lot longer than we thought, it's kind of just spinning over us, so, start being conscious about what you eat and drink, and don't eat more and drink more than you need, and we're like, <sighs> Okay, great. So, they, I think they had planned on two days, and they might have been prepared for four. So then they started really, like, cutting back on stuff. Yeah. So, we were down to, they were mostly giving out, like, salads with, like, tuna in it was mostly what they had. And they still had bananas at that point and still had water. So, I mean, it was still, it was still fine. We are still okay. There's one bathroom for all these people. No. So, the bathroom line was usually about two hours if you had to go to the bathroom. Yeah, so that that was an issue. Wow. We didn't no showers. We did not shower. Okay. So, later that day, the leaks are getting pretty bad. Well, now there are
2: there's your shower,
1: latent holes in the ceiling, and it's just starting to not look safe. So, we hear this like rumor going around that they're evacuating our shelter, our hurricane shelter <laughs> in the middle of a hurricane. <laughs> so, so my dad is like, no. They're not going to evacuate us. They can't do that. And I was like, I don't know. And people are starting to pick up their stuff and head towards the door. I'm like, Dad, we need to go. Like, we're evacuating. My dad's like, no way. They're not evacuating. We'll stay here. I'm like, Dad, like, we need to go. So we wait. And, like, everybody's leaving. We're just sitting here. I'm like, Dad, we have to go. And he's like, oh, okay. So we get we get up. and We're in the back of the line. So we're, like, literally the last people. And I, I don't know how we missed all the memos for this, but apparently... Children, families with children were supposed to leave first. Oh, no. So here I was in eighth grade. So what are you in eighth grade? Like, like 13, 12? 12.
2: yeah.
1: My brother was in fifth grade, so oh, you're like really nine young. or ten. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're in the back of the line, and someone turns around, and they're like, you guys were supposed to get out first. You need to, like, get to the front of the line. And here are thousands of people running for their lives, and we are supposed to go up first. <laughs> and so the guy just turns around and yells, he's like, there's children back here and everybody just parted wow. like all these people just parted. it was so strange it's surprisingly yeah. uh, nice it was yeah. so we got all the way up to the front of the line and we get there and there's just Mexican like soldiers like armed <laughs> just what, what at the time
2: like machine guns
1: yeah big wow. guns big guns wow. I don't know what they need to be armed to for at this particular moment. They
2: uh, riot control. True,
1: I guess. So we get to the door, and there's like a small bus waiting for us to get on, and these soldiers. And what we were watching is the soldiers grab people, like one on each arm, and they walk you out to the bus because it is the middle of a hurricane, and if something's going to come hit you, it's going to hit them first. So, and we had to walk probably through like six inches of water to get to our bus. So... They take, they had been taking, like, families together. Like, they try to keep, like, two people together. So we get there, and they, like, take my mom first, and, like, none of us. And I start screaming. I'm like, (laughs) like, we are, I'm not losing my mom in this situation. So then they, like, they took all of us. It was fine. They, like, grabbed, I didn't even walk. They picked me up, and they picked my brother up, and we just, they carried us to the bus. So we're all on this bus. People are crying. There's, like, trash and trees everywhere, We drive probably about 15 minutes to this next shelter, and, I mean, it was pretty bad. There was high water everywhere, trees down, stuff blowing. So we get to this next shelter, which was a school, and they had already evacuated people to this school, but they were told to make room for more people in their classrooms. So, I mean, if you think about your, like, general classroom, these classrooms were probably about half the size, and we had 50 people in our classroom. So... There was enough room for us to sleep, like sitting up or curled in a ball. And in these shelters, we could not—you could not leave. The windows were boarded up. There's 50 of us crammed in this room. It was—it was nuts. And so we get, yeah, we're in this, and it's dark. There's no electricity. The windows are boarded. You can't see anything. So we're in this room for I think it was another two days, and you could leave to go to the bathroom. That was it. But by the end of the two days, the bathroom, like, the girls' bathroom on our floor was completely clogged or flowing. Disgusting. So, we couldn't use the girls' bathroom anymore. So, so yeah, so then the two days are up, and we can finally go outside, and it's beautiful again. (laughs) Blue skies, so lovely, but it's hot, and we've been with these gross, stinky people for, like, a week, and... Everybody just smells so bad in this room, and we can't take showers, and it's just awful. So we come out, and we hear that the uh, hotel we were in was going to send buses to take us to an airport to go home. Um, But then we later find out that the Cancun Airport is obliterated. for not having any flights for weeks, and there's just no way to get flights out of there. So we find out the next closest airport is about three hours away. And it's a lot smaller, but, you know, no big deal. So that, we get out of our shelter, and then that day in the evening, we left on a bus to go to the shelter. We, I mean, I mean, go to the airport. And it was in a town called, like, Merida, we had never heard of it. No idea where it was, but we are just really trusting the crowd and what our hotel people told us. So we get on this coach bus, which was difficult. After sleeping, like, on the floor with a bunch of people around on a coach bus, which just heaven. And by the time we were leaving, the place we were at was out of food, out of water. They were out of everything. So we were just happy to get out of there. So we um, get on this bus, and they take us to one final shelter. We had to stay at another high school until we could fly out the next morning in Merida. So we sleep in this high school. They got us pizza.
2: No. Best meal I had had in wow. weeks.
1: It was so nice, and I, I had Gatorade and Lay's potato chips. So the <laughs> the happiest meal The happiest of all time. girl in it the was world. Delicious. Yeah, it was so nice. <laughs> so, so then we get up the next morning early, and they take. I mean, there's at this point it was just our hotel, so there's there probably still like hundreds of people they're taking, just from our hotel to this airport, plus anybody else who's trying to get out of Cancun or Mexico, through this airport. And we get there and can't even walk in the doors. It's so crammed. This little airport has, like, three... It has three airlines. I don't, know, like, I don't know. It was just really small. It was a really bad idea. So, we get in line. We wait in line for probably about three hours just to get up to buy a ticket. And we're waiting and we're waiting. And then we hear the U.S. Embassy is here. And they're flying out, like, mercy flights for old elderly, sick, and injured people, and and children. So my mom goes and talks to the U.S. Embassy person while we are waiting in line. And she says, I have a 12-year-old and a 9-year-old. Can that get me on the flight? And they're like, no, like really sorry. We're looking for younger kids. Like I think they'll probably be okay here. Because, I mean, rumors going around, you we weren't going to fly out for another week. We'd have to find a hotel in Merida and stay there for another week. And wow. this was, it was not a nice city. Um, so we're like, oh, wow. So we find, yeah, we get to the front of the line and find out it's going to be over a week. And we're, like, third from up there, and we're like, my mom's about to, well, we're about to buy our tickets, and my mom runs back over to the U.S. Embassy, and she's like, my son is nine, he hasn't eaten in days, because my brother wouldn't, my brother won't eat tuna. Like, oh,
2: <laughs> I mean, no. that's all that's, like, available, but salads. he wouldn't eat yeah. it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so he's, like, my, and he really was, like, he was starting to get sick. Like, he was not eating, and she's, like, I just don't think he's going to make it here for another week. Like, is there any way you can put us on this flight? And they're, like, okay, yeah, we'll put you on the flight. So instead of having to wait another, a whole other day, we had to wait a whole another eight hours in the airport, and then we got on an airplane to Texas. <laughs> Where we got to stay in a hotel, and it was so lovely. I took a shower, my first shower in seven days.
2: Had dinner with no two in it. Had
1: dinner. Slept in a bed. <laughs> All foreign things to me after this vacation. So, yeah. Then we wow. took a flight home the next day. I think I probably, like, kissed the ground when I got <laughs> home. I was so happy to be home. For sure. That's crazy. Yeah. So, that's the story of my worst vacation ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was, we were the talk of the town when we got home. Oh, I'm Everybody sure. Everybody knew. I'm
0: sure. Everywhere I, mean, I went. For
1: mm-hmm. so long. Everywhere I went. Yeah, we were, I think, two or three days late getting back. Oh, that was it? Yeah, Just a
0: few days? Oh, mm-hmm. okay. We were
1: supposed to be there for, like, five or six days anyways.
2: Oh, And oh. we ended
1: up being there for, like, eight or nine, I oh, think. Oh, it's nice,
2: but for some reason I thought that vacation meant to be shorter and we were gone for a lot long, longer. Oh. Long. No,
1: but... We had we had called like my family, mm-hmm. and just word spread around town yeah. that we were stuck in a hurricane. Yeah. So Hurricane Wilma ended up being a Category Five hurricane wow. <laughs> that hit Cancun straight on. So, it's wow,
2: bravo! That's uh, that's harrowing. Mm-hmm. What a terrible vacation! Yeah. About, did you use that travel agent next time? That you, <laughs> not the next but...
1: Never again. Right. We actually ago. we actually did. We could have gone back. To the same hotel. Oh, and because of
2: the, what happened? They were offering you a free... Yeah, we could have gone back
1: for a free. Yeah. And like, we just couldn't do it. Personal <laughs> like, yeah. and bad memories. Mm-hmm. And couldn't do it. No, it
2: would have been a free hurricane. would have emerged out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, probably. Just wow. About. Yeah, I haven't been back to Mexico since.
2: So... Yeah. I'm uh, speechless. I don't even know what to say to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, back when you were talking about when they moved you to the small classroom... I uh, had a joke I wanted to make, but I didn't want to interrupt the story. And now that the context is gone, it's not even going to be very good. Made a joke. But uh, a small classroom with 50 people crammed in it, that sounds like uh, public schools in the United States. It does. With the You're right. state of budget cuts right now. Hardy <laughs> har har. Wow. What a story. Um, how's your milkshake, chocolate milkshake?
1: A little melted now, but it's still melted. enjoyable.
2: And that's your first. Well, you had a shamrock yeah. shake once, but other than that, it's your first, first. Your second McDonald's milkshake.
1: Yeah.
2: Wow, You're a long life ahead of you with many McDonald's milkshakes in the future, as long as I you stay I'm out helped. of Cancun. Yeah. Whew. Well, that's the shakedown for this week. I'm Tyler Mertens.
1: I'm Nancy Stamen.
2: Keep shaking.